0: The Fashion Geeks are hosted and powered by Blueberry.
1: That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.
0: Thinking of launching a podcast? Want your episodes to be deployed smoothly? Go to Blueberry.com, type in the word fashion, and get a deal on us.
1: Just put in the word fashion.
0: Blueberry. Always host fly. Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're the Fashion fashion Geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little
1: flyer. One outfit. And podcast. At a time.
0: Oh, yeah. Another sunny day in the city. Isn't it nice? (laughs) Yesterday. I mean, especially. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Especially after yesterday.
1: It was gray and dreary and rainy. I did not leave the house.
0: Oh, my gosh. I
1: was so depressed.
0: Well, I went out with my bumble chute.
1: Your your what?
0: That's an umbrella. I'm Fashion Geek number one. Clearly the leader of this (laughs) fashion train. Reg Ferguson. To my side, <laughs> someone who stayed in when it when it was raining.
1: Yes, I'm fashion geek number two, Tiffany Minutel Schreiber. And I stayed in because I can. My prior job. Oh, I, snap. I, my prior job, I had to walk dogs in it, come rain or shine. So, yes, I took advantage of my freedom.
0: Okay, fine. So, <laughs> did you have your Wellingtons on when you went to walk your dog?
1: Uh, actually, I wore... Um, shoot! I'm trying to think of this brand. I got you again. Yeah, I can't remember. But I, I, I no
0: bumble shoot, no Wellington.
1: I don't know what bumble shoot is. Never heard of that in my
0: entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, a bumble shoot is an umbrella. My late grandfather taught me that word, and if you live in the UK, you know that word.
1: Oh, look at you being all across the pond, Thomas.
0: Well, my last name is Ferguson, mm. so yeah. Reginald V. Ferguson. Reginald,
1: of course, it sounds very royal.
0: Well, it's an English name. Yes, it is. That's what they slapped on me on the ship. Oh, bitch. Well, hey, I mean, I'm just saying.
1: All right. How are you today?
0: I'm well. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad my producer search just gave me a knowing black nod. I want to talk about something. Okay. So the point of this is not to blast. I want to be very clear because I'm going to highlight this individual on the Insta. Doesn't mean he'll even listen to the podcast. But caustic, do we want
1: him to listen to the podcast? Of course,
0: I want everyone to listen okay. to the podcast. All right. But caustic man on my Insta, big shout out. Had a post today that I commented on.
1: Oh yes, that's I read that.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. So essentially, this week he's he's been shouting out and highlighting people with distinct dress, and, you know, he's very well-spoken. He had a post that reflected something from Style Forum, in which they were talking about the, the fifth year, the five-year anniversary of the Obama beige suit.
1: Now, Style, Style Forum is an online magazine?
0: Style Forum, yeah, it's a, it's a community. Okay. They have a... A forum? Know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a community. The
1: the five-year anniversary of the Obama tan suit. Yes.
0: So we all know what we're talking about here, not just here in the broadcast booth, but everyone listening. And he has side-by-side comparison between Obama's tan suit and Ronald Reagan's tan suit. Yes. And essentially he was like, hey, which is better? And I being who I am. He,
1: and he, he, let's go further into sure. saying that he goes, now, you know, don't use politics as your race. Let's put race aside. Let's put politics aside and just say who wore it better.
0: Did he actually write that? Yeah. It, yeah. Did he really?
1: But then, well, yeah. That's Okay. I
0: don't No, I don't remember him. I don't remember that. But
1: that doesn't make your comment any less poignant.
0: Of course it doesn't. My, my, my comment was to the point. That the key difference I saw between the two is that one individual caught holy hell for wearing that suit. We all were there, y'all. It was ridiculous. It was
1: strange. It It, because it looked very good on him. And might I say, you have a similar tan suit.
0: Well, I have a beige. I have a beige suit.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, the linen. The linen. Yeah, the linen.
0: The Irish linen. Okay. So, Which
1: looks stunning on you.
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. But I want to really stay to the point. This is all about race. And he demurred, and that's his, you know, that's his prerogative. Did he
1: respond to you?
0: Yeah, he did. He said, we're not going there. <laughs> all right. Because I was like, hey, uh, he, uh, you know, let's not forget this. And I'm really flattered that Eric Manby um from uh, from the magazine, of course, I'm drawing a blank. The magazine uh, out in Sweden. Um,
1: Pdumo, is that the magazine? Uh, uh, Plaza yep. Omo. Plaza, so okay. So
0: that at least he bigged me up. And I know a few other people did too. Because I'm like, I'm sorry. Even for Style Forum to bring this up, you can't ignore the nope. racial component here. I mean. And Caustic Man is Mexican. It's so the, so it's it's like, the elephant on, in the room. I'm just like, come on. It's right. not you know, choose whoever you want to choose. Well, let's just not ignore the fact that when Reagan had it on, Reagan just had it on. When Obama put this on, we could all go to YouTube, do a Google search. Look at what all the pundits had to say. But it's like, that doesn't make any sense as to why you picked that specific parent, right, of Obama and Reagan, given the debacle that happened after Obama wore that suit. Like, that doesn't I don't know. I'm, as you <laughs> I'm just saying it couldn't be ignored. You know, select who you want to select.
1: The question, the, the important question was that, you know, it's not about who wore the suit best because the bigger question, as he word for word said, the bigger question here is why did one person get catch holy hell for wearing it when the other was was a blip on the radar? Right, well, that's what I said. Yeah, that's I know. I, oh, that's, yes. I said I'm word sorry. for word.
0: Yeah. Well, so, no, I, I just. And
1: I was like, yeah, what about that? It, it,
0: and it can't be.
1: Why did it happen?
0: It happened because there were a group of individuals who look like you and don't look like search and I that decided that this was an issue that all of a sudden this had to do with his leadership and the lack thereof. And it's because just, of.
1: Yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world.
0: The greatest. The, the One of the more interesting things about fashion is that it reflects class. Much less race. It That's just true. does. Yep. It just does. Through the ages, it always It just has. does. Yep. A suit came from what? From individuals riding horses. Right. Okay? Those weren't farmers. Nope. Farmers wore dungarees. So things always had that type of reflection. And I just felt that, hey, you know, pick whoever you want to pick. Pick the reasons why, because if you read, you know, people were very clear about.
1: I didn't read past. I, I read your comment, and then I didn't read. That's why I asked you: Was there a response?
0: Yeah, no, there was. And and again, you know, he demurred, and it and it's his, per, you know, it's his prerogative. But I'm just saying. But why why can't we discuss that? Again, it's his post, so I'm not. Right. The point wasn't to, you know, to constantly go at him or something like that. I like the guy. You know, I have great respect for him.
1: It and it made me go wow. Yeah, Reg. Good question.
0: Good I'm just question. Saying, I'm just saying, y'all. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying.
1: Well, you got a lot of people thinking,
0: which is, which, that's what we want. Well, that's important.
1: It's very important so. for everybody who listens to this, and everyone who doesn't listen to this, but they hear about it from somewhere else.
0: Let's just keep it real, y'all. And a wonderful segue. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Why don't we continue talking about suits, Tiff?
1: Okay. Let's talk about linen and cotton suits. <laughs> you know why I picked that?
0: Because it's still hot as hell?
1: Well, it's starting, well, it cooled down a little bit this week. But, yo, this has been a hot, hot July and <laughs> two, three weeks of August.
0: Hotter than July?
1: Well, it's been hotter than it's ever been. And I, I, the reason why we're going to talk about this is because I posed a question to you. Um, ab- about this. It's like, why are you, aren't you sweating in your suit? Aren't you like dying? And interestingly enough, we had a, uh, an episode, uh, a couple of episodes back where we talked about linings and half linings and suits. And so I guess the, just, I can't remember your response, but you're like, yeah, you just change up your fabric. So
0: yeah. I, I mean, for me, I mean, to directly answer your question, how do I do it? As I like to tease, I do it well.
1: There it goes again.
0: So but getting right to it past the past the cute joke. Today, I'm glad we're talking about this, because today I saw not one but two gentlemen with their jackets in their hands, and I walked past them. And you know what I did when I walked past them, Tiff? What? I muttered under my breath, punks. <laughs> Listen.
1: You're not allowed to carry your jacket in your hand?
0: Of course you can. The purpose of the jacket is to have it on.
1: Were their sleeves rolled up? No. Because it was hot?
0: No, they were not.
1: Not rolled they up. They were not. Okay.
0: A lot of this, for me, has to do with discipline, priority, and seniority. I grew up with my late grandfather, who wore a work uniform. He was a mechanical engineer for Otis Elevator Company up in Yonkers. He wore a work suit. He wore dungarees. And they weren't dungarees the way we know them. It was like a Dickies type of deal or Sears Sears type of deal. That was his uniform. And the reason why cold hands would have to attempt to pry a jacket off my shoulders is because this is my uniform. This is how I get down. This is how I go to work every day, Monday through Friday at least.
1: And might I just add, you're rocking a really nice suit right now. Oh, thank you. Window pane, beautiful, with a striped shirt and a, a diagonally striped
0: uh, tie. Oh, it's beautiful. Love you. it. Thank you.
1: Well put together.
0: I appreciate that. Just stumble around the closet is what happened. <laughs> so. It's just
1: so easy for you.
0: It is. It's, some, it's something I take for granted. I well, take a lot of my... Yeah, you've
1: granted. been doing it all of your life.
0: Yes. Yeah, virtually.
1: <clears throat> and therefore, thus, you do not take your jacket off.
0: No. No, no way. No matter
1: how hot it is. No way. Okay.
0: One of the reasons is because even if I chose to, my shirt would be so splotchy. Like, why would I want to have people see that?
1: Splotchy how?
0: Well, if I'm sweating, my dress shirt is going to be... Ah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's going to be like, push, push, push. All right. So the jacket
1: like... kind of hides... Absolutely. ...the real thing that's going on underneath. Absolutely. Now, as far as fabrics go, uh, you know, you got your cotton and your linen. I know you have this beautiful linen suit, Thank Irish you. linen yes. suit. Irish and it do. keeps its shape very nice. Thank you. Um, which is always a challenge with those two fabrics, cotton... And linen, you make suits out of those, you know, especially if they have half linings. And most of them do because they're made for the warmer months. Yes. Um, it, it, it's like the challenge is how do you... This suit that you're wearing is... is uh,
0: It's a wool silk It linen. is. It's
1: a very fine gauge. Uh, wool and silk. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's crisp. It's got a lovely sheen to it. And uh, it doesn't look like it's going to hold on to any wrinkles uh, or... I think, or absorb any sweat, but cotton, yo, that's, that absorbs. And and so does linen. So how do you, how do you, that's still cooler? Does it make a difference? Yeah. I guess it, the it, point I'm saying is, does it make a difference?
0: Everything makes a difference. So talking about linen and cotton. So when I was a kid, I remember having linen pants and a linen jacket. My grandma always stressed not having 100% linen because I think to your point, she was always concerned about the body. Yeah. And also, but also because it wrinkled so much, and she always wanted it to be cut with something else.
1: Yeah, linen will sag. It'll wrinkle. It doesn't really hold its shape very well. It's it's great for the dresses I own because they're just sacks. (laughs) 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 I like to wear linen sacks in the summer because they're, very cool. But uh yeah, as a suit it's a challenge.
0: You wanna wear you wanna wear wools that are you know hundreds, two hundred grams. Lightweight. Lightweight.
1: Super lightweight. Exactly. And the wool fiber is there just to add strength. To the silk, which is a very strong fiber, but it's very thin and fine.
0: But also, let's be clear. I mean, <laughs> wool breathes. So that's why I always am kind of testy when people talk to me about this. Or they hmm. make comments when they see me out in the summer.
1: It is a natural fabric. Exactly. It, it is not like polyester it, that doesn't breathe. Right. Or rayon that doesn't breathe. Right. So,
0: yeah. So that's, ha- that's half the battle. No, I'm not rocking a 400-gram a flannel. I would just melt into a puddle. So... But it's funny that we're talking about linen and cotton because, I guess, two, three years ago, I bought a linen suit, which you've talked about, and I bought a cotton suit. And to be honest, that was really the first time, I think, maybe in my adult life that I was rocking those two fabrics exclusively for suits.
1: I don't know if I've seen you in your cotton.
0: Yeah, the cotton one is fly, So I wore it last week. So... And this, this wool silk linen, I mean, I wear this all year round. So, my whole point is I think because of my late grandfather being blue collar, I like to think, and maybe it's romantic, that I have a level of stoicism that reflects his era.
1: Ah, absolutely.
0: So, I'm like, guys, suck it up. Wear the right fabric, keep the jacket on, don't complain. Be a man. All right. However, about this... (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm not trying to talk out of both sides. I just realized I didn't answer you completely. So, but the half linen thing, I have to... Half lining thing, pardon me. I find to be very interesting. Yeah. Because I didn't grow up that way.
1: Well, we talked about that in the, I guess, one or two episodes prior to this. And uh, you had not ever heard of half lining. Actually, it was a... I think it might have been a fashion word of the day that I challenged you with. So...
0: I don't even recall that, but what you, what you didn't mention to the audience, and I will, is that you challenged and tested me on that, and, and I found out that including the linen suit, the linen, the cotton, and then this Italian wool joint I have, this Canali joint I have, all of them have half linings. What
1: about the seersucker?
0: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. The yeah,
1: the seersucker. Yeah. yeah.
0: Duh. Oh yeah, a seersucker. <clears throat> right. So. Because uh, that's when it's
1: dry. hot, hot, hot yes. outside.
0: Well, I told you, seersucker is <laughs> worn when it's ninety. I won't generally wear it before then. Yeah. Because it leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> when that breeze comes through. Okay. So. Hey. Uh, but the half the half lining, it's so new to me. Now I have I have some fabric. That I'm hoping one tailor is going to spin it around and make it a suit for me. And I know I showed it to one tailor friend of mine. He immediately went half lining. But I've got this amazing lining material. I'm going now. I'm going full bore. Mm. I'm going full bore. going full bore i do not care.
1: I have to say I do love to see a, a coat that a jacket that opens up and the lining is like. David Reeves he posts his linings online a lot on the Instagram, and they're also clever
0: yeah that's a, that's a conversation we have have to have for another day. We have to have a topic on linings because I definitely have a strong opinions
1: yeah I, I, you know let's do it,
0: yeah. but moving on, yes,
1: so this was our little catch up See, I, something happened to you recently that um yeah. I think was a very sad moment in your life.
0: It was. That you want to
1: share with everyone?
0: Yes, don't make it too dramatic.
1: Okay. What happened, Reg?
0: Over ten years ago, I picked up a camouflage messenger bag. What? Yep. It's part of some swag I got at a film festival out in the vineyard. I've always rocked some type of camo from high school on. Matter of fact, rocking camo when I was like in junior high high school. Really was controversial in my family.
1: I have never seen you wear camouflage.
0: <laughs> I have camo. <laughs> All right, absolutely. And you've seen my bag. You haven't seen my messenger bag. You've seen my bag.
1: Yeah, I've seen your bag. So, well,
0: that's you've way, seen that's me wear camo. That's wearing camo. Okay, it's just, it's just in a bag form. Oh,
1: I thought you meant clothing. No,
0: I have clothes. That's what I'm saying. I've rocked some type of camo from high school on. Literally the pants. And and thinking back, yeah, that kind of got me in some potential hot water. Like, with my grandparents, and particularly my late uh, Uncle Archie, my favorite uncle.
1: Were you in a rebellion so, stage?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I just, it was like, it was fly. It was something I wanted to do. Right.
1: It's always but, fly. Camo is always fly. I
0: don't know if it always was, but I, to me, it always was since childhood. And yeah. then I get a chance to to wear it. And they allowed me to wear it. I mean, that's a great thing about my grandparents. They always had wide latitude. But I know it was, like, grumbled about in the house. Letting
1: you make your own mistakes. <laughs>
0: You'll pay for them my, later. Let, let me make my own choices. There you go. So it was my Uncle Archie who really gave uh, me a hard time about it. So, because it was the Sandinista era, it's a long story. So, but let me be clear. And he was from, he lived in Florida, and they had a lot of military hunter training down there. So that's where he was coming from. He was like, what the heck? Right. Can't have you outside. We're going to the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I'm like, Uncle Archie, just pants. <laughs> I was like, no.
1: They symbolize right. so much. No, they did.
0: Again, that's what fashion does. Yep. So let me be clear. When I caught this bag, it was before the latest camo fad was rolling in. Okay. Because this fad comes in cycles. I love that bag immediately. I never had a camo bag before. And it was made by Manhattan Portage. I
1: was going to ask you who made it.
0: Yes, it was. So I was in heaven. New York bag. Outside zipper pocket in the front. Divider inside the bags. Perfect. Everything I needed. Pockets. Lots yes. of pockets. It didn't have no, it didn't have lots of pockets, oh. but it had pockets. Okay. So it was real durable and you could fit in a lot of stuff. Which of course I love. Rocked it a bunch of days a week. Ride or die. Over time, wore it out a little, wore out a little. Repair here and there. Big shout out to my repair guy, my shoe guy, Mikhail. Um, it was hanging in, but one day my zipper opened unexpectedly.
1: Oh dear. Flight.
0: And I had gotten the zipper repaired. Oh, that was a big sign.
1: Oh wait, it broke it. You it re- like
0: all of a sudden the teeth just went. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I had my keys in there. Yeah. That's a problem. That is a problem. I had to put my keys in a different part of the bag, which I did not like.
1: Because, because it's not where you put them, therefore, when you go for them, they're not there. You think you've lost them, but you can't find them because they are not where they're supposed to be.
0: Well, that's definitely for you. I just didn't <laughs> like because I had a, it had a this narrow niche for you to put—not even your keys. like you put some mints, so it was just—it wasn't a good look. So I started looking at the bag differently.
1: You gonna break up with I this bag?
0: Well, I realized that over ten years was a good run.
1: <laughs> it was so funny.
0: I started thinking about other bags and I started thinking about the Barry mission. Maybe, you know, just drop it off when it wasn't looking. (laughs) So you're telling me not to make it dramatic. I did some research and I quickly found a Jack Spade joint.
1: What?
0: Yes, I did. One of our fashion heroes.
1: Yeah. From time to time. A year ago, I think.
0: Yep. Beautiful, dope, and I'm sorry to say, Tiff, better than my old one.
1: More pockets? Yes. There you
0: go. And just just better designed, better material. My old one was vinyl. My uh, This other one was cloth. It's cotton. But you want to hear something funny? Talking about Jack Spade, the shoulder strap of my Navy Jack Spade messenger. Bag, has been fraying like a mofo almost from the beginning. Oh, crazy! Like in the middle, just like the width of it was like one section, and the other well, other section was at the halfway point. Oh dear! It's, and I've snipped it, and you know that doesn't work. You snip it, and yeah, because it keeps a... fraying. Right, yeah. right, right.
1: Because right. it's it's called a weave. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. that's what happens. Right, you cut a
0: part of the weave. Right. So I took it to my shoe guy, Mikhail, the navy one. Okay. He said he could replace my shoulder strap. And then he'd go to his warehouse to look for a strap. Okay. And then he asked me the strangest question. He asked me if I had an extra strap.
1: Well, if you had an extra strap, you would have replaced it. I understand. Right?
0: But I did have an extra strap.
1: Okay. I'm confused.
0: I brought in my original camo bag.
1: Oh.
0: Yep. Cut it off. Put it on my navy. It's a circle of life.
1: Yes, so it's kind of like an organ donation <laughs> from one bag to another. Okay. So, that was very dramatic, Reg.
0: Was just Sorry about your bag. Yeah, me too.
1: I'm so glad you have a new one that you like.
0: And the shoulder strap and the old one. And you still
1: have a piece it's of your old one.
0: Purposed, and it looks really yeah. nice. Yeah, see,
1: that's fashion sensible.
0: Oh, I'm always sensible. Very nice.
1: Nicely done. Thank you. Let's talk about uh, fashion sensible here. Okay. Well, I want to move into the next segment.
0: Okay. Which well, is... <laughs> we don't have a segment called fashion sensible. No.
1: The next segment is called fashion
0: fools. Oh. Fashion fools. Fashion fools. Fashion fools. fools. Well, they're not... They're not sensible. No, That's they, why they are. they fashion fools. That's
1: right. That's how we're segueing into the fashion fools. Let's mm-hmm. talk about fashion sensible and those who are not, Reg. Yes. Fashion so, fools. I, I, uh, I wanted to, uh, I presented you with a question a while back. And, uh, and so I wanted to ask you what foolish things are happening in fashion today, Reg?
0: Oh, yeah. It's actually a wonderful segue based on what we talked about earlier, Tiff. Yeah. Undershirts and guys who don't wear them. Right. Yes. So
1: why is this foolish? Because I'm a little confused.
0: Okay, what are you confused about?
1: All right. So it's hot. Like yes. we said, we talked about it. Yes. And That's hot, a wonderful segue. And hot means, you know, you you wear less. To me, hot means I wear less. But you men yeah. with your suits and your, your your jackets and your vests and your ties, and, and then you got to put an undershirt under all of that? What? what? I, I don't Okay. okay, I don't understand that.
0: Yeah, let me help you.
1: Do you have to wear an undershirt?
0: Yes. Okay. And you're a fool if you don't.
1: All right, there's our fashion fool.
0: Ever since I was a baby, I have worn an undershirt. It made sense to my parents, my grandparents, my aunt, all the people who looked after me and babysat me. Okay. They clearly knew what they were doing, and that's why I wear one to this day. Undershirt. Yes.
1: I see it. It's right there. That's
0: right. And you now, suffer. No, I don't suffer. <laughs> no, I win. See, now some things have changed since then. Okay. My size. Well, I, yeah, you grew up a little bit. Yes, my style, because now I mostly wear white wife beaters mm-hmm. versus T-shirts.
1: All right, and I want to talk about that too, Why, you know, wife beaters versus T-shirts. Yeah, sure. Okay, keep going.
0: Still undershirts. But the philosophy behind wearing one has not changed. Human beings sweat. Okay. The purpose of the undershirt, Tiff, is to prevent that sweat from getting on your shirt or your suit. It is indispensable. So why are there men who don't wear them? Okay. Because they're fools. All you right. You think it's sexy with your dress shirt down, five buttons, without an undershirt?
1: Uh, no, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. Oh no, exactly. no. I, I, no, you not must at all. You want
0: your dress shirt to be a funk rag. <laughs> Salt comes out of your body when you sweat. I would prefer to have it on my undershirt than anything else. It's about being sanitary.
1: And sensible because then you can wear your shirt again without having to take it to the dry cleaners after every wear.
0: The whole point is the cotton undershirt is the first layer of defense against sweat sweat. And stains. Why is this so difficult for people to understand?
1: Well, because it's just an extra layer when it's hot. But well, it totally makes sense. See, but that's... that's and I, I totally get protecting the suit because... It's such
0: a perception. An extra layer. An extra layer. And I You're, get it. We're wearing thinner thinner suits, right? That's what we're talking about. Right. From, you know, wools and linens and tops. Right. We literally just talked about that. And
1: you okay? don't want to see sweat stains the underarm of a suit.
0: Sweat stains are so hard to get out. Yes,
1: they are. Yes, that is true. I oh will my absolutely goodness. say that
0: is true. Yeah.
1: From working with you know it's theater. Worse than, it's
0: worse than red wine. Yes. Come yes, on. It man. Is. So why wouldn't you rock cotton, which is the first layer? It's a natural fiber. Makes sense. It absorbs, it spreads, it, it does the right thing.
1: And that way, you don't like. It, well, like I said before, you don't have to take your shirts to the cleaners after every wear, or your suits, which can really wear down your shirt and your suits. Break down. Can so it's can uh, break down. So the undershirt is there to protect your investment in your nice shirts, your dress shirts, and your jackets. Yes. Okay. So, riddle me this: What? To me, it seems the wife. The wife beater is going to give you less protection than the short sleeved undershirt. Aha.
0: Let's discuss this. Yes. This was this was discussed often in my grandparents' household. Okay. All the time. Because to be honest, I was mostly a T shirt guy, crew neck T shirt guy. But then I went to wife beater, and I probably went to wife beater utterly in candor. To to mimic my late grandfather, who's one of my heroes, so while he was alive, so so here's the point: they still serve the same purpose. There's no question, but absolutely yes, with the A shirt or the wife beater, you have a deeper cut there at the chest versus the T-shirt, which is a crew. Right, there's no question about that. With the crew, obviously, it's a T-shirt, so the underarms are covered. With the A-shirt, it is not. But still, and really this now is just about style and, and how you feel and comfort. But Low. the
1: but the A shirt's not going to absorb underarm sweat. So I guess a person who doesn't necessarily sweat that much under his underarms, but may s- m- more on his back, shall we say, he could get away with a, a T shirt.
0: The the A shirt is still A-shirt. covered. The A shirt is still covering, aka the wife beater. It's still covering the body, to your point. But no, the underarms are exposed. There's no question. And, right? and even the shoulders. Right. The shoulders are exposed. Okay. You know, it's no, it's no question about that. So that's really more a difference between of style and taste. Gotcha. That's really what it. That's really what it is.
1: Well, what would would the uh, wife beater be more suitable for? Let's say a short sleeve dress shirt. Eek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I'm going to. <laughs> I have to stay focused, ladies and gentlemen. She's trying to throw me off. Um, you don't like I, short sleeve dress shirts? Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, your face right now! I
0: love it. To me, the the key the key differences and the key choices one can make between the crew neck undershirt and the A shirt undershirt is this because I I do this. So year round, I'm A-shirt, a.k.a. wife beater, ride or die. When the summer hits, there are certain suits that I know that there's a greater propensity for me to potentially stain. Those, I wear a crew neck undershirt. That's how that goes down. Are
1: you strictly crew neck? No V-neck?
0: No, I have some V-necks. Okay. So, but, you know, you understand the underlying principle. Yes, Underarm, shoulders, got it today. Right. So today, because I don't have a problem with this suit, today I have an A shirt on. I have okay. a wife beater on. Okay. Tomorrow I know the suit I'm wearing. Tomorrow, it's gonna be
1: warmer tomorrow.
0: Regardless, tomorrow, actually, perfect timing. Tomorrow, I'm wearing my seersucker. A.K.A. my Friday suit.
1: Oh, you definitely have to wear sleeves, short sleeves on that. I am
0: wearing wearing a crew neck undershirt. All right. No question.
1: Now, is there a difference between, uh, you know, when to wear a crew neck and when to wear a V-neck as far as your...
0: I think it's still just more taste. You know, I mean, case, if you're going to wear a
1: shirt with no tie and your top two oh. buttons are open, you definitely wear a V-neck, right? The v,
0: yeah, the V is better. I mean, you don't want to see a like, white
1: crew neck T-shirt under your open well, dress that, shirt. That was a
0: Steve's just a few years ago. Yeah. So absolutely. So I mean, that's really a matter of choice. I think guys still rock that. Okay. There's some guys who don't. My whole thing is, I listen. I'm so old school. That two three button. That's just not me.
1: Because you wear this a tie.
0: But let's say if I decided not to wear a tie one day, and that does happen. There's no photographic evidence. But so I can just do the one button, and that just – that's just me. Like, the two or three, it's just not me. So there's
1: no faux pas in showing your white crew neck uh, neckline underneath the one or two unbuttoned dress shirt. It's just
0: debatable. Okay. Really, this is utter subjectivity. Okay. So –
1: I didn't know if there was any yeah. hard and fast rule on that. I don't
0: know. I don't know. If cycles. Say, I,
1: I know the fashion you're talking about of the undershirt peeping out underneath a button-up shirt. And I mean, I get, I yeah. If you're wearing like a black undershirt under a sleek kind of sort of striped black and white shirt, then it's making a statement. But I, I, th- I feel like undershirt is underwear, and you don't want to see the underwear.
0: Yeah, but it it's kind of worked that way. I, you know, it's just really to each his own. Okay,
1: that answers the great mystery of the undershirt.
0: Gentlemen, put on a damn undershirt. <laughs>
1: And no, no dress, short sleeve shirts allowed. No. <laughs> never in no. any instant. <laughs> I had to ask that question because my husband asked me.
0: <laughs> As usual, he should be talking with me. Uh,
1: well, so you, now, know, yeah. husband, yeah. yes, so, you know, he is my husband, so.
0: And he is not my client. <laughs> Moving on to. I must have it.
1: I must have it, have it, Yeah, baby. What do we have today? Reg As our I must have it item, which is, let, let me let everybody know, this is an item that Reg feels that every everyday man must have. Yes. So, what is it? What is the I must have it item of
0: the day? A pair of opera pumps.
1: A pair of opera pumps. Did I say that right? Yes, opera pumps. Opera pumps. Yes. I, uh, I've never heard of opera pumps.
0: Well, you also never heard of a bumble shoot. Nope. Or Wellingtons.
1: Uh, Wellingtons I've heard of. Um, I knew Wellingtons. Mm-hmm. Those are boots. They're rain boots. Mm-hmm. I just didn't own a pair.
0: Okay. Never have.
1: So now we're going to be talking about another a shoe called the opera pump. Yes. So, you know, I had to Google this.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that.
1: <laughs> well, first, when you said opera pump, I go, wait, what, what, huh? So many questions. Why would a man want to wear opera pumps? Well, and of course, I think of you know, heels. I think of okay, well, back in the day in the restoration period, men wore heels, they wore pumps, boots. They weren't they they uh, turned into boots. It's not that type of pump, yeah, it's not. No, not at all. No, okay. Do you only wear them to the opera? No. Uh, okay, let me see if I have any stupid questions. Other no, stupid there are questions? no
0: stupid questions. But okay. While you rack your brain for questions. All right. Here's the bottom line, Tiff. Okay, give if it to If you're rocking the tux, for me, there's only one way to go.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Patent leather opera pumps. It is the classiest way to fly.
1: Opera pumps being a loafer.
0: It's not a loafer. It's a shoe. Anyway, back in the day, I had a pair. Unfortunately, I grew out of them. The patent leather had no give.
1: Yeah, no, those not comfortable. Oh my god, not comfortable, and they don't breathe either. Unforgiving. No, I
0: had no idea. It was the only pair of patent leather shoes that I can recall ever having. Maybe I had some as a toddler. Yeah. I had them.
1: I had a pair, a couple of pairs in the '80s, because that was oh, all the rage. Man, stinky feet.
0: The last time I wore them, Tiff, was at an alumni event, NYU Stern School of Business, in the house by the end of the night i was hobbling really i could have taken off my shoes and walked in my socks if i could
1: so why are you saying everybody must have a pair No of these? because
0: because my feet still hadn't finished growing that's what i'm saying the oh, last time i had a pair okay yeah woo wee i was in trouble you know what i did the next day soaked your feet no i gave them to the Bowery mission <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even back then.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I think the excuse of doing a high-gloss shine on your regular black shoes with your tux is just that, an excuse. The tux is a distinct outfit. And your accessories, and you know you are high on accessories.
1: Yep. Yep. Accessories are important. They make the man.
0: Right. So they should equally be distinct. Right. And that's what the opera pump does. It stands out, but not ostentatiously, classically the curves this you know it slips on so it is a
1: slip the, on the, yes no the, laces
0: yeah the bow there's a bow yeah cross green ribbon for me this is nothing like it and that's why i have to cop another pair all right i'm not sure what brand but i've got my eyes open men need to get a pair too be distinct be fly. Well,
1: I have to say I have never in my life. And I've been to a couple of black tie events. Have I ever seen, uh, opera pumps, men wearing something like this with a bow on it. That's, that's something very, um, beautiful. Uh, it's very different. I, I, Striking. It is. I can imagine. I mean, yeah. So renting. My husband's rented a tux. Then you rent the shoes. No. no. Yeah. What? We don't own one. Yeah. Why? But because we, it was a long time ago. He was. He didn't have need to own a tux. So he rented one for a wedding. And then you you rent the shoes, and it's the high gloss shoes, and, Ew. and it does make a beautiful statement. It's you know everything is all bright and shiny Ew. and nice. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about renting, renting suits at another time. But, uh, you know, I looked up this picture of this opera pump, and it looks so turn-of-the-century, and I'm not talking about turn-of-this-recent-century. I'm talking turn-of-the-century, 120 years ago turn-of-the-century.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Um. All right. Well, Reg, I it's can tell you... It's
0: classic. classic.
1: It, classic? Okay, got it. I can classic. tell you where you can find... Uh, you can... Uh,
0: at the shoe store.
1: Yes. Brooks Brothers makes them. Yes. Shipton and Hennage in the UK. Not familiar. And Edward Green. Oh, Edward also Green. in yes. the UK.
0: I spied some Edward Greens recently.
1: And the typical Quality Makers price ranges are low, $265.00. Mid, three hundred and ninety eight dollars and high, you can spend as much as five hundred and eighty dollars on your opera pumps.
0: Uh you can spend probably over a G if you get the Tom Ford version.
1: Oh, Tom Ford. This is an old article, I guess.
0: <laughs> His is going for like twelve hundred, I think. Well, I'm looking at mere this. bag of shells.
1: I'm looking at this uh, opera pump style guy, which I found, and it it's one. It's got like a little little linear chart that goes across, and mm. it and it tells you what outfits to wear with your opera pump, and it's kind of <laughs> There's like only one. Yeah, it's kind of tongue in cheek. It says beach or pool, <laughs> weekend errors, <laughs> brunch or barbecue, <laughs> and it just keeps going. Date night, business dinner. Formal wedding, eh, 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 job interview, business professional, eh, tuxedo. There you go. So there you have it. Everyone rush rush out and get your opera pump today.
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. That was refreshing. I love it when you surprise me. I try. And uh, I can't wait to see you in in your own pair.
0: Yeah, I need a new pair, desperately. Yeah. It's been a while, apparently. Yes, it has. I haven't gone to any black tie events in my defense. Because if I did, my behind would have some opera pumps.
1: All right, now you wouldn't rent them either.
0: And a new, hell no. Okay. And a new tux. It's about that time. Oh,
1: all right. All right. So let's move on to our final segment of the day.
0: Fashion word of the day. Fashion word, Fashion word of the day. Of the day.
1: I uh, think the last time we did this, you beat me. So I've <laughs> come back for revenge.
0: All right, let's see what you got. You probably succeed. All right, you ready? Sure, well, first of all, would you like to explain what fashion word of the day is? Oh,
1: yes, okay. Well, you don't. You, 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 can sell,
0: hell, you sell hell You bent on revenge. So this is
1: when we both bring a word, fashion term, uh, and challenge each other with the spelling of it, the definition of it, and the use of a sentence if uh, the spelling and the definition are correct. Yes. So. Oh boy! Let's move on to. Let's see. What do I have? Hmm.
0: You should have one word.
1: I got one word.
0: Okay. What do you got?
1: Besom pockets. Besom. Besom pockets.
0: <laughs> okay, Tiff. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you slide here. First, oh, you, oh, First of all, the spelling is B-E-S-O-M. Correct. I believe you mean to say besom.
1: Wow. Be bisom. Bisom, bisom. Tomato, tomato.
0: Bisom uh, pocket. Essentially, it is a pocket that is not patch and it's not a flap. Essentially, you cut right here, Zip. and there's your pocket. It's a slit pocket. It's a slit.
1: Very good, very good, Reg.
0: That's right. Give me a bell.
1: All right. And uh, let me ju- when the welting appears on both the top and bottom of the slit, the pocket is called a double besom, besom, tomato, Beesom. tomato.
0: Besom. Besom.
1: Well done, Reg. I thought I was going to get you on that Not one. at all.
0: And you even haven't asked me for the third thing, so I'll just do no, it. No,
1: show it to me in a sentence.
0: My uh, my college buddy, Rich Medore, introduced me. To be sewn pockets because his dad was a tailor.
1: Oh, nice!
0: That's a good sentence, <laughs> and that's a true. good trivial fact. It's true. Very nice. It's true.
1: All right. Oh, let's see if I can redeem myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you so silly. Jacquard,
1: jacquard, or jackard, as uh, some Americans would say in the South. <laughs>
0: it's- it is
1: a French term. It is uh, originally a French term, but yes, in America, a lot of people say jacquard. It is a print in a fabric. Whoa
0: whoa, 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 whoa! How about a little
1: spelling here, Missy? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, jacquard. J a q u a r d. J a c q u a r d. Forgot the C. Sorry. Fine. Does that count? Does that? Yeah, did I get that? Yeah, Can I get yeah, that? Yes. Okay, yes, I got it. it. it All right, uh, it is a
0: design. He'll do a buzz and a bell, though. It's a
1: that it's a pattern, pattern design that's uh, in, inherent in the fabric, woven into the fabric. Most of the time, it's florals, uh, but it could be pretty much anything. And there's um, you could some parts of the, the the weave is raised, while other parts are are depressed. There you go. Boom.
0: You wanna? You wanna? Grace us with a sentence.
1: In my day as a costumer, I loved creating flowing, ebullient dresses from jacquard print silk.
0: Oh, God, you're so fancy. Yes! (laughs) Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had fun and are down for another one. Yes! Please tell your friends about us. Special shout goes to our producer search.
1: As always, the most fabulous search. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and if you have any, um, questions for us or thoughts or, uh, or, or, you know, trivial words that you would like us to throw at each other, please email us at
0: podcast at com.
1: And that's also a good place to, you know, if you want to discuss anything with Reg or if you would like to book a consultation, which happens to be free Your first initial consultation with Reg is free. Free 99. Free 99. Make sure that uh, you email him or DM him on Instagram.
0: New York Fashion Geek.
1: And uh, definitely check us out on New York Fashion Geek. Uh, Reg posts uh, little snippets from each of our prior episodes every week. So you can catch one that you might have missed. Uh, There is a link there. So make sure you click through that. Catch up on us if you're just joining us. Uh, And if you've been with us for the whole ride, thanks again. We really appreciate your company.
0: Absolutely. I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. See you next time. And remember, always always be be fly.
1: fly.